Greetings, everyone. It is Todd Thatcher from ToddMThatcher.com. It is Monday evening. We know what that means. That means it's box office predictions time as we close out June and begin July at the box office. And the big release this weekend is Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny with Harrison Ford returning over 40 years after he made the title role iconic in Raiders of the Lost Ark. We're calling it Octo Indy because Harrison Ford is now an octogenarian. And we could see a situation where Indy underperforms. The other newcomer this weekend is um, new animated film from DreamWorks, Ruby Gilman, Kraken Hunter which could struggle to keep up with the existing animated films that are out there already. And we're going to talk about those because, as we always do, we start with a recap of the weekend that was. And, of course, we're coming off the previous weekend where The Flash had an extremely disappointing opening one could say disastrous opening at only $55 million. And the news got even worse for The Flash this past weekend. It fell from number one to number three with a gigantic drop. But we won't get to The Flash yet because we got to talk about what was number one and number two. And and what happened was... um, Really, everything other than The Flash did equal or better to what I figured they were going to do this weekend. Um, Spider-Man, Across the Spider-Verse, in its fourth weekend, swung back to the number one spot with $19 million. I said 18.9, so I was only $100,000 off. Um as this animated sequel critically acclaimed frontrunner for best animated feature at the Oscars already has amassed $316 million in the month that it's been out. And really it, it did right where I thought it was going to do this weekend. Number two was Pixar's Elemental, which after it had a, its own very disappointing opening on the same weekend that The Flash came out with only $29 million, which was basically a low for Pixar. All things considered, it kind of righted the ship a little bit because it had the lowest Pixar drop since up 14 years ago. It made $18.4 million in its second weekend, dropping just 38%. That is um, better than the 16.8 million that I projected as it's made $65 million in its first 10 days of release. Now, by Pixar standards, that's nothing to brag about, but the storyline for its second weekend was certainly better than the storyline for its first weekend, and that's quite an understatement. Now we go to The Flash. 
I had it having a massive drop and making 17 or yeah, 17.5 million, but it dropped even more than I figured. It dropped 72%, that's just horrible. And it made 15 million to bring its total to $87 million in its first 10 days of release. Um, $87 million is what at one time would have been a perfectly reasonable guess for what it could have made in its opening weekend. And it's taken 10 days for it to do that. And it just keeps dropping and dropping and dropping so much that you're going to see the flash most likely outside of the top five in its third weekend of release, something that honestly would have been unthinkable just a few days ago. Right behind the flash was the weekend's big newcomer, No Hard Feelings. This, of course, is the raunchy comedy with Jennifer Lawrence, which generated mixed reviews, got a B-plus cinema score average, which is really not that great. Um, But it made $15 million. That's better than the $11.7 million that I predicted. And it really came in um, right at kind of the higher end of its expected range. Again, $15 million is not terrific, but for an original comedy, that's a pretty good number, especially in recent years. And with really not much competition when it comes to comedies coming out, um, at least until really Barbie, um, it should hold fairly well in the next few weeks. Number five was Transformers Rise of the Beasts in its third weekend. It made $11.7 million. Um, topping my 9.3 million projection. Um, it's made 123 million in three weeks. Again, for a Transformers movie, that's certainly nothing spectacular domestically, but could be worse, and it's doing pretty well overseas. Number six was Asteroid City. This is Wes Anderson's newest star-studded ensemble dramedy. And it Expanded wide this weekend after it had done very well in limited release, which was expected, but it made $9 million. I said 7.6, so it, it topped my estimate. Um, it's, it's made $10.2 million when you factor in the limited release. That's a good result for a Wes Anderson movie. And um, it bodes well for kind of these specialty box office types of films for this to get to 9 million. It's impressive. And then at number seven was Little Mermaid, $8.5 million, um, topping my 7 million estimate. Like I said, everything came in a little higher than I figured. Um, That brings Little Mermaid to $270 million in five weeks of release. So we move on. 
to this weekend. Now, July 4th happens to fall on Tuesday, next Tuesday. So the numbers that I'm giving you are simply for the traditional weekend, June 30th through July 2nd. Um, Lucky for some of these movies, you're probably going to see the third, which I'm sure a lot of people are going to take off. And of course, the fourth um, could, you know, obviously be bigger than most Mondays and Tuesdays because you've got that kind of holiday factor going. But again, I'm just giving you what I think my predicted top five is going to do for Friday through Sunday. And it does begin with Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Um, Where to begin? It's been 15 years since the fourth indie film, which was, of course, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, which drew very mixed reactions, but pretty darn decent box office. Dial of Destiny debuted a month ago at the Cannes Film Festival, and I think if Disney could take that back, they probably would, and here's why. The screenings that it had there really generated some pretty mediocre buzz. Most critics are saying it's on about equal footing with Kingdom of the Crystal Skull or worse. It's only got, last time I looked, its Rotten Tomatoes score was in the low 60s. Just for comparison, Crystal Skull, 77%. Not great. And, you know, it's just contributed to, I think, the buzz has quieted down. Not to mention you've also got a lot of younger moviegoers who they might not have the nostalgic feelings for this franchise that someone like me would. And I think a month ago, if you'd asked me what this was going to do, I probably would have been talking 80, 90 million. And now I've got it making $65.3 million, which would definitely be considered a major disappointment. I think if you, again, if you told me a month ago that I'd be predicting that number, I probably would have said you were crazy, but we're living at a time where the flash only made 55 million. And frankly, the flash is getting better reviews than dial of destiny. So again, I'm going 65.3 million for Indy. Spots two through four should be very animated, all animated films. And I have Spider-Man and Elemental, both probably dropping in like the low to mid 30s. So I'm putting Spider-Man at number two with 13.4 million, Elemental number three with 12.7. Then at number four is when I get to Ruby Gilman, Kraken Hunter. 
Um, I've got it making $10.8 million, which for a DreamWorks animated film, that's not good. But a couple reasons. Number one, competition. Spider-Man, Elemental. And there will be younger viewers, of course, going to see Indiana Jones. I just think it's going to be hard for Ruby Gilman, which is not based on known IP. It's not a sequel. It's not based on a TV show. Um, I, I just don't really see the kids rushing out to this one when they've got other options and they've already... You know, a lot of them have already seen Spider-Man. A lot of them have already seen Elemental. Their, their parents might not want to spend the money for a third animated film in a month. So again, Ruby Gilman, I've gotten fourth at $10.8 million. And then rounding out the top five is No Hard Feelings. I think it'll probably drop in the low to mid-40s and... I'll give it $8.9 million. As I said, it should probably play out fairly decently over the next few weeks. So there you have it, folks. That's what I think is going to happen this weekend. As always, keep an eye on my blog, toddmthatcher.com, because there are plenty of times where these predicted numbers will fluctuate. Um throughout the week i lock them in always by thursday before the preview numbers come in on friday morning um but the headline according to my forecast is it's going to be a bumpy ride for dr jones in his fifth and final appearance on screen I hope you have a wonderful week and I'll be back at it next Monday when I'll be giving you my estimate for Insidious, the new Insidious film. I think it's the fifth film in the Insidious franchise, if I'm not mistaken. And also another raunchy comedy, Joyride. I'll have those predictions up actually this week on the blog and then I'll be talking about how those fit into the puzzle for the next box office go-round. Until then, folks, bye-bye.